What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's going on, Warriors? And welcome to episode 36 of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to all learn the similarities that your New Year's resolutions and eggs cooked on low heat have. So sit back, relax, and get ready to get yoked. What's going on, guys? Hello. Hi, Gore. Hi. 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 Hey, Bones. Hello. What are you feeling today, sir? Oh, I'm not going to lie. Today was a roller coaster of emotions. Um, but right now, I just kind of feel. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I at, feel, yeah. I feel very at peace with today. Good, 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 good. Connor, yeah. how are you feeling? I feel good. I feel vibrant. Vibrant. I can feel yeah. the vibrations from that's here. That's my yeah. That's that's my that's been my affirmation lately. Vibrant. I am vibrant. Yeah. Like every it. morning. That's that's what I tell myself. I'm a warrior and I'm a vibrant. I'm a war- yeah. Vibrant yeah. warrior. Sick. Bones. Bones. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm booming today, Connor. I'm absolutely oh! booming. That's a good word. I'm going to try to use that word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wake up and be like, yeah. this day is about to be booming. Wow. Yeah. Make some eggs. I'm going to do that tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be the word of the day. We have to use it as much as possible. Sick. People are going to think you're sick. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So today we're going to talk about the New Year's and the resolutions that are involved with that. Sounds yes. great. <laughs> great. <laughs> this is this was as far as I planned on going with that. So, God, yeah. take it do you <laughs> do you guys have New Year's resolutions? I I don't uh, currently. Uh, I haven't really thought about that. Have personally. you have you made resolutions in the past? Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, how about you, yes. Cor? Yeah, I definitely. I used to make resolutions all the time. Um, none of them ever worked. Twenty nineteen, though, I made goals i didn't make resolutions so yeah Mm, okay what was Hmm. so what was the appeal like when you did make resolutions in the past why what was the appeal of it new year new me you know what i'm saying it's what everyone else it's it's the thing it's fresh start Hmm. you know last year's in the past you know everything ahead of you is just puppies and rainbows and it's going to be super easy Barely an inconvenience. <laughs> Dude, way, way to go. That was great. That was great. <laughs> um, that was a reference to something else. Super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Not many people barely will probably get that. Yeah, it's just a clean slate. It's a different, it's a wiping of the mindset. The January 1st, for some reason, it's always been a aura of fresh beginnings. Yeah. So that's, yep, what, yep. that's what attracts us all to it is... The idea of something new, something better. I agree. It's the new beginning, the new year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fresh start. Yeah. Although Uh, I don't remember ever making a resolution and actually keeping it. Me neither. Honestly, I 
I don't think I ever did. Yeah. I, yeah, I actually can't really recall any of my resolutions. I'm sure I made yeah. them. And I'm sure I actually, like, wrote them down, too, at some point. But right. I I don't remember what they were. Yeah, and I neither. definitely, definitely yeah. didn't keep them. Yeah, for sure. I maybe think later in the year is when real change actually happens. Uh, we're, I don't know where we're going with this right now. But, like, all the goals that I've ever made have not been surrounded by this time that I've kept in a met, you know? They've all sprung in the spring or in the summer or just it doesn't, oh, it doesn't matter. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It doesn't, the time frame doesn't matter. But for you, you've noticed like you feel more like goal oriented in the spring and summer. Mm, yeah, well, it doesn't even matter. It's just like, I guess all the goals that I've met, I'm saying is like, it, it's never been surrounded by a certain date. So, it, oh, yeah. you yes, know, like the goals are Got actually it. important to me. It has never been like, oh, it's it's January 1st. So this is I now need to think of a goal that almost feels forced. Whereas like if you're just if you want something, it could happen anytime. Yeah. Yeah. Waiting till January 1st is kind of silly, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It feeds into that like all or all or nothing mentality. Mm -hmm. It's the same as like I'll start on Monday or I'll start tomorrow. Like you're just kind of like putting it off. Right. Right, exactly. So, like, uh, how many conversations have we heard of, like, oh, next year, January 1st, it's me. I'm going to lose that weight. I'm going to get fit or I'm going to hit the gym or I'm only going to eat this food this amount of times or I'm giving up this food. Um, We hear that all the time. And it's like, you're right. It's always like you're just putting it off till January 1st. And then January 1st happens and a lot of us might do it for a month or two or three and then it just becomes the next January 1st. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're, you're wishing for the lightning bolt effect mm-hmm. that you can instantly change your life on January 1st. Yes. No, it doesn't work like that. No. Yeah. So why, why do these fail? Like Corey, you said you've made resolutions in the past. Why do they fail? For me, it was always unrealistic. I would make resolutions that were unrealistic for me to achieve. Like, um, I, I, and that's hard cause I can't even remember a resolution that I made. That's how little impact that they had. Um, but it was like, this is the year I'm going to lose all the weight that I've been talking about, or this is the year that I'm going to, nothing was like actionable or measurable. It was all just kind of like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to throw stuff at the wall and, and hope something sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem with that was there was no, there was no foundation. So there was no education. There was no real drive to achieve the goal because the goal was so vague and just kind of one of the regurgitated ones that society as a whole pushes for, you know, the new year, new me thing. So Um, I can't even remember any of my resolutions because none of them, none of them worked. Um, and by, you know, January or February, most of the time things had gone back to how they were closer to the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Things fizzle out quickly. Yeah. And you like the first like week or two, it's super exciting and it's like, it's, you know, it's the new year, new me attitude. And then it gets hard because that wears off. And then the reality of things sets in and 
um, yeah, you just kind of lose the, you lose the motivation and then things stop going. Yeah. It's like what Connor was saying about the all or nothing mentality It's very black and white and we constantly live in this gray area, but that's not where you want to live. So like when, like you said, when it gets, starts getting hard after the first week or two is like, that's when our mind and our bodies want to get back into our usual habits, which is in that gray area of just like, I'm not really quite all the way there, but I'm also, you know, trying to avoid things. So, um, yeah, it's just like those first two weeks are so awesome, but then we always, if we don't surround ourselves in the right environment, have the right people, have the right actionable habits being implemented, then we're just going to fall back into what we always know. Yep. I think we're still looking for the quick fix Mm -hmm. with the idea of the resolution. Um, Have you guys heard of the concept of invisible results? No. Okay. Tell us about it. So I find this really interesting because we're very results driven culture. So we respect, we expect things at like a flip of a switch. So um, there's an author, his name's Jeff Olson. He wrote The Slight Edge, and he talks about invisible results. So this is why change is hard, is because when you do make a good choice, you don't see results right away. So like, if I eat a salad for lunch, I'm not going to see the payoff right away. And like the, it also goes the other way. Like if I eat a burger and fries for lunch, I'm not going to get fat right away. Mm -hmm. So like you have to be willing to respect the process that changes gradual. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really tough. Like nothing is going to be a quick fix. Like one workout doesn't make you buff or lean or ripped. Right. Well, I think that's a symptom of like a greater, the symptom of the greater illness is people these days want the instant gratification. Um, It's the fitness game and the life change game is tough. It takes time. It doesn't happen in a week. It doesn't happen in a month. It's, you know, after six months, maybe if you're, if you're consistent, you'll start to see some like real change. Um, but like these two week challenges and 30 day challenges, chances of that really having legitimate life changing effects are really slim. It's why like drug addicts go to rehab for a year instead of 30 days. You know what I mean? There's, there's a huge difference in programs that you do for 30 days comparatively to a year and actually stick to. Yeah. I think with those challenges, like the 30 day challenges, I always tell people you have to beware of a finish line because in reality there is no finish line. So like the concept of a challenge implies a start and an end. So what happens when the challenge ends? Yep. Everyone returns to normal. Or goes back yeah. to their old habits. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Bones, were you going to say something? Yeah. What you were talking about, uh, it made me think of the quote, 
the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. And that is, that's always really stuck with me uh, for obvious reasons, because we want, we all want instant gratification. I mean, how awesome would that be? if We could just get things like that, but nothing worth having has ever been easy. And yeah. I like that. I have another yeah. like planting quote <laughs> that you made me think of Oh, that what applies to this. What is it? Okay, so um, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Mm. The, sec- mm. the second best yeah, time. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, the second best time to plant a tree is right uh, now. Right, yeah. Right? So, like, yeah. why would you wait until January 1st to plant your tree? Mm-hmm. Why not plant it right now? <laughs> I love that. That's a really good one, too. I've heard that one is a long time ago. Yeah, I like that one. So, yeah, um, we want to talk about solutions. So what would be a better way to approach 2020 or the new year? So we kind of started talking about, like, start today, don't wait. It's silly to start working towards your goals on January 1st. Mm -hmm. What else? What would be a better way to approach this? I think a lot of us have big lofty goals that are also come with a lot of pressure to achieve them. Mm. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves. So it's like, and we like, yes, good things are built under pressure, but it's almost like we put our goals inside of an Instapot. Right. And we like cook it and it cooks really quick and like it can explode because there's so much pressure and you'll, you'll fail. Sometimes it's really easy to overcook your food in an Instapot because it can go quick. You have to cook it right. Whereas the best goals, like I think the most achievable are the long term. So it's like cooking your eggs on low heat, right? So it's going to cook slow, but they're going to cook very even. And you're probably going to have a perfect over easy egg. They ain't never going to burn. They're never going to burn. You'll be able to keep your eye on it. You know what I mean? It's like those goals this, that we have, these yeah, eggs, cook food. This is like, so great. <laughs> it's like, there's so much pressure. I, I can totally relate to it because I put a lot of pressure on myself to like hit certain training goals, hit certain weights in my back squat or my clean and jerk or my body weight. I always wanted to gain weight and gain muscle. Mm-hmm. Like I put a lot of pressure on myself for those things and I've achieved some of them, but a lot of them were not achieved around a date. It was just doing the low grade stuff every day, you know, cooking my eggs on low heat every day that gave me the results that I wanted. It was never the high pressure things. Cause I usually failed at those. I think a good way. So a way that I had to change my perspective, um, early this year was, um, so most of the time when I work out, it's typically in a CrossFit gym doing a CrossFit workout. And so my mentality was like, all right, you're going to go, whatever the workout is, you're just going to like kill yourself and you want to be laying on the ground dying after every workout. Cause that's what most people think CrossFit is, right? Yeah. So I shifted that to, I was listening to Chasing Excellence, of course, with Ben Bergeron. Supreme Leader. And Supreme Leader Ben, <laughs> that's right. And one of his big talking points was, you're going to the gym to train. You're not going to the gym to compete every single day because if you're competing every day, 
you're not making progress. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that was huge for me. And that was a tough switch to make because, you know, anyone who plays sports or has played sports in the past, the competitive drive, you always want to go and try to be the best or like have the fastest time or lift the most weight or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it became to me, it was, it was more, okay, this isn't about the weight that I'm about to lift. This isn't about the time of the workout that I get. This is me. I want to stay healthy. So I want to do the lifts correctly. I want to not get hurt because I've had a lot of injuries due to, you know, being stupid and trying to compete every single time I work out um, and doing the little things like before and after workouts. So warming up properly and then after the workouts, like doing accessory work that I know I need to stave off injury. Um, so like if we're talking about cooking your eggies at low heat, mm-hmm. I it's the same thing. I mean, the real life example of it is with with, you know, with training in the gym, you go to the gym to train and get better. Um, if you do compete in something like, yeah, go balls to the wall. It's a competition. But when you're just going day in and day out. The goal is longevity. You want to be able to train, you know, four to five times a week all year. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of you go once every month and, or once or, you know, once or twice a week even, and just, just, you know, you're laying on the ground thinking you just crushed this workout and then you don't go again the rest of the week because your knees hurt or whatever. So, all right that was a big shift that I had to make was you're not here to compete. You're here to train regardless of what anyone else is doing. Um, Mm -hmm. because you, yeah, I, that was, I just, I, my ego took a back seat and I just trained and it has, it's, it paid off immensely. So yeah, I think that again, that like, it takes a whole lot of pressure off once you say, I'm not here to compete, especially as a competitor, someone who's played sports, like you said, Mm-hmm. Once you come to that realization and the understanding with yourself is that like, what am I really here for? Exactly. It becomes yeah. easier, way less pressure. And honestly, if you are, if you are the competitive type and you are constantly competing and you, but you're killing yourself, like you said, but you're also never at the top of the leaderboard, then, I mean, that becomes way harder. Cause then, I mean, there'll be times where you just don't try and you're not even getting a good training session, regardless if you're competing or not, because you're like, I'm not, yep. I know I'm not going to be at the top of this. So I'm just going to act like I'm not trying. So these other people around me that know I'm competing, you know, are, it's taking pressure off myself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I t- totally see that. I was thinking about when you're talking about putting pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. And you were saying like you were creating these outcome goals. So like I have to gain this amount of weight or I have to lose this amount of weight. So like, I think people forget that we actually don't have control over the outcome and like when that outcome happens. So like a lot of people give their goal a deadline. So like, core i don't want to put you on the spot but like you have a really put great, me on the spot you have a really good great story to share about the goal that you set last year mm-hmm. and like ultimately you made like 
extraordinary progress, but you didn't meet the outcome goal that you set by the deadline that you set. No. And it's because the outcome is out of your control. Like you can, the only thing you have control over is your actions and your behaviors. So like, it's much better to create a process goal um, so like core, tell your story. Cause I think it's a really important for this. Um, so basically I, again, it was the background of learning and having a foundation. Um, I had f- three goals going into 2019 and I started this in early December. It wasn't something that I was like a new year's resolution type thing. So the first goal obviously was like, I want to get under 260 pounds and be under 25% body fat. I started out, I was 330 pounds and I was like 37% body fat or something like that. Um, so that was a pretty big, a pretty big lofty goal. But again, there was no time frame on it. Um, so that was like my weight loss and body fat percentage goal for, for the year, for whatever you want to call it. And then on top of those two, I had, okay, so I am going to be going to the gym or being physically active three to five times a week. Um, and I won't let emotions make decisions for me. Um, and then I made another goal. I will avoid making emotional decisions and be more mindful by reading or journaling three to five times a week as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so like all of those things work together, um, and they're actionable. They're things that I can, well, I only went to the gym three times this week. Well, guess what? That's still a win. Cause that was your goal. Um, so I made it really, really simple for myself in every way possible. And on top of that, like it was also a food related goal too. It was like, I won't make emotional decisions like about what I eat. Um, so again, that played into the mindfulness thing. Um, and it's worked out well. Like I didn't get down to 260. Um, I, I got down to 280, which is 50 pounds. Um, so that's 20 pounds left, but like, that's more weight than I've lost in 10 years. Yeah. Um, just, and it was like, there was some months where I didn't lose any weight. And then there was some months where I dropped, you know, five, 10 pounds. So, and there was, there's been times where I've gained as well. So, it's not been in the, in the tracking of the weight and the tracking of the journey. It's not been a like drastic downward, you know, slope. It's been a down plateau, down plateau, maybe a little up plateau down. Um, it's been so like, and not getting down on that, trusting the process, understanding that this is a long game one week or one weigh in or one meal is not going to destroy my progress. Mm -hmm. Um, and really just living that, like, um, not letting it destroy you mentally and understanding that there's another meal in four hours. There's another, tomorrow is a new day where you can start over again. Even if you overate by, you know, 5,000 calories or whatever. Um, but, just being more mindful about it and having some more of a reason why. So like, that's a big thing too, that we talked about is what is your why for doing whatever it is that you want to do? Um, So my why is I wanted to 
feel like I was in control of my choices and my life. And I wanted to stay healthy. So I was having a ton of back injuries and my, the back injuries, like I'd throw my sacrum out because of whatever reason. Um, and it was debilitating. So I'd be down for a week, most of the time at a time. So my why was very much, I can't live like this anymore because it's making me miserable and I don't want to be this person anymore. Um, so having a why behind the what and the how you combine everything together and you've got a recipe for success. But if it's just, here's a 15 day challenge where you're not going to eat sugar or bread or like, why are you really doing that? What is the, like, what is the purpose of it? So, um, I think when we think about goals, having a why is one of the biggest parts of it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I have, Bones, do you have thoughts right now? Yeah, I think the biggest difference that has been with Corey is, is the mindset shift because we've always he's always had weight loss goals and, and things like that, and he's always tried to do the right thing. But it's it's until you get to that, I don't know if you want to call it rock bottom, but I guess a lot of yeah. people would re- relate to that term, the rock bottom. You, the rock you bottom, don't yeah. truly form an emotional why, a true emotional why, mm-hmm. and then from that why match everything up in your life to fuel it mm-hmm. it be your environment the person you spend time with the people you spend time with getting your family to understand and if they don't understand then it doesn't matter to you mm-hmm. you know there's so many factors that go into it but having that why and an emotional like attachment to it a positive emotional attachment to it uh is is by far what's going to get you through i think for me uh, Bones, you hit it the nail on the head is like, if you're, for me, it got to the point where I was miserable enough that I couldn't live the way I was living anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was willing to sacrifice just about anything at that point. So I stopped being friends with a lot of people. I stopped, you know, going out with the fr- the friend group that I had. And then, um, I removed a lot of people off of Facebook and, you know, either way, like I limited my circle to, and I limited my, um, like intake and I'm talking about like nutritional intake. I'm talking about like, you know, um, media. So things I was listening to were podcasts, uh, about self-improvement, like chasing excellence mm-hmm. and, um, Jared Hamilton's podcast. And I was watching documentaries about, um, nutrition and bodybuilding and, and, and it did it like, and Tony Robbins or, you know, whatever, it didn't matter mm-hmm. like what the content was so much, as long as it was this diet of like self self-improvement. So reading, watching, listening, um, eating, talking, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't argue, I didn't argue with people. I didn't try too hard to make things work with people because I didn't have time for that. That was a distraction from, what was really important to me at that point, which was getting my life together and getting back on track. Mm -hmm. Um, So like I sort of secluded myself for a while and it was totally worth it. I would totally do that all over again because the, the high that I got off of that first like month and a half of achievement and like the mindset that I had during that month, it was so dialed up 
that, and I've never, I've never quite been able to get back to that. Um, but that's not sustainable either. Like I was in a pretty far extreme, you know, in January and early February of last year. So, mm-hmm. um, it really, it dep- I, and I tell people this, like that I work with all the time, like if you're not willing to give up everything to achieve what you want to achieve, and it doesn't really matter what it is, then you don't actually want it. And it doesn't matter what you tell people and it doesn't matter what you do until you do what is necessary. Um, and that, that was a big thing for me is I stopped talking about it. I stopped wishing and blaming others and just take action and do it because otherwise it's not going to happen. And you're just going to be one of those people that talks about it. Right. And like you have to do it. And then it goes back to like what you said about the content. It's a 1% every day better. So if you're listening even to like two, three podcasts a week or one podcast a week, or instead of um, watching TV before right up until bedtime, you take 20 minutes to read something positive before bedtime. Mm-hmm. I've noticed with myself is just like last night, like me and Jess went up to bed and we read, I read a mindset book and she read something else. And while I was reading, I was like, holy shit, like this has like totally grounded me again and reset my mind because for a couple days there, probably up to a week, I was just looking at silly memes and you have no <laughs> idea like the po- the potency, but for real, like the potency that like oh yeah memes have that like poke fun at like how ugly someone is or pokes fun at like how ugly I am or uh, Whatever, how yeah. like fitness, I can't fitness today, but I can fit this <laughs> pizza in my mouth, like stupid stuff like that, <laughs> that is funny. And like we, everybody laughs at, but like, if you do that every day, you kind of become cynical to the idea of real success in a gym and like actually feeling good and achieving something and achieving yeah. something with food. And it just becomes a joke. And it's not a joke because most people do want to make a real change with some of those aspects of health, the eating activity gym something with there it, it, you should take it seriously and like that is the way <laughs> this is the way i have spoken i've spoken i've spoken Bones, right. we did that we did that last night too what we, you read yeah we went up to bed and we read oh, i'm not gonna, was... i'm not i'm not reading anything for self-improvement right now i'm totally reading lord of the rings for the first time in my life <laughs> that's okay that's okay it, it's really yeah i'm enjoying it a lot Great. I, um, okay. I have a couple of thoughts. Yeah. I want to go back to what Corey did. That was really important when he was setting his like 2019 intentions is he did set an outcome goal of like losing a certain amount of weight and a body fat percentage, mm-hmm. but he focused on the process goals And when he did that, he gave himself an upper limit and a lower limit. So this is really important. So he said, I'm going to go to the gym three to five times a week. Mm -hmm. So he knew like he was planning for his worst week on my worst week. I know I could still be successful and make it to the gym three times on my best week. I could make it five times. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really good because a lot of people will be like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym six days a week or seven days a week. And that leads to burnout. And if they don't make it six times that week, they immediately feel like a failure. Right. Yeah. Versus going for bonus points. So set your lower limit really low. 
Like it could be like, man, on my worst week, I can only work out once. That's fine. But yeah, give yourself that range so that you can go for bonus points. I like that. I love that. It's yeah. just a mind mindset shift. I'm yeah. sold. Yeah. You're so hired. it's like on my on my worst week, <laughs> I know I can go to the gym three times. Mm-hmm. And then the weeks that you go more than that, it's like extra credit. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So I like that. Um, Core said, "Give yourself a gold star." Yeah, you get gold stars. Uh, he said something else that was really important in that um, his his weight loss wasn't linear, right? And so regardless of what your goal is, like gain weight, lose weight, uh, if you have financial goals, relationship goals, like the journey is not going to be linear. No one's journey is. Um, you should expect ups, downs, and plateaus. Hmm. Bones, you know what you got to do mm-hmm. when things get hard, though? Yeah, keep keep swimming. You gotta hold fast. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta hold fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like that you mentioned that because I think a lot of people expect their journey to be linear, and it's not. It's not at all. And no, yeah. And use look at everything as just that a journey. Um, I think looking at it too. I like bones don't you can correct me if i'm wrong you have a lot of like weightlifting goals because weight like losing weight for you isn't really like a big thing but i know that like hitting certain numbers with lifts is more of a thing for you and you can probably attest to that too like it's not linear there's mm-hmm. some weeks where your lifts are going to be better and there's some where they might not be as good mm-hmm. and Um, it doesn't, I think like Connor said, like, it doesn't matter what it is. Nothing is going to be linear and it's, it's going to be just stick with it. Like trust the process. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing is linear. I mean, yeah, I would, I, I don't want to lose weight. I need to gain weight, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, yeah, you can apply it to anything, whether weightlifting or you want to get a new job, like you want to build a new career. Like this is not going to be linear. You're probably going to have to move somewhere you might not want to move away from people you don't want to move away from. Uh, you might have to take less money in order to, uh, in the long run, get ahead. You know, it's, you could apply this to anything. Nothing in life is linear. And the sooner we can wrap our minds around that and have a good understanding and relationship with it, like the more you can live your life in that. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Just accept it and, and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. I think also, <laughs> Like, okay, it's one thing to say, like, expect the ups and downs and plateaus. Like, we've talked about this before. Like, you can't always have your foot on the gas pedal. And if you're in a plateau or if you're experiencing that higher low, it's all, it's all an opportunity. Like, mm-hmm. it goes back to, like, the growth mindset, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, if you're stagnant or if you're in a lull, Use it as an opportunity to like reevaluate. Mm-hmm. So you're just going to reevaluate. Okay, what's going well? Where are areas of growth, and how can I like start to move the dial again? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, because the opposite of that is when things get tough. The fixed mindset says, "I'm just not going to try anymore." Yes. Because if if you have to try at something, then it means it's not meant for me because I'm not born to do it. Yes. It's totally wrong. Like everybody is capable of doing anything. Literally. I know that sounds like a fairy tale thing, but it just takes <laughs> effort. Mm-hmm. 
effort is where the juice is worth the squeeze. Mm, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> all right. The the fruit, the effort fruit is worth squeezing. Yeah. Squeeze it. Hard. Yes. <laughs> what else, Con? What else are we um, going for here? Okay. So, um, I have like two more thoughts. Okay. Um, the whole idea of clarifying your why is pretty important. So we've talked about that a lot. Um, I think that's way more important than setting an outcome goal of mm. like, I want to lose weight. Like identifying and clarifying your why is what's going to motivate you to keep going when things get tough. Um, Simon Sinek wrote a really good book called It Starts With Why. Um, he applies it more to like business and organizations, but it's the same idea. Like that needs to come first. Um, you guys also mentioned environment. So environment is like the number one rule for change, mm -hmm. right? Cause that's within your control. So Corey talked about like cutting negativity out of his life. Um, feeding his mind with like podcasts and books, um, asking for help, getting to a gym that was supportive and he was surrounded by like-minded people. Um, so I think identifying your why, focusing on your environment is important. And then I liked the really specific recommendation that you gave Bones of improving by the 1% each day. Mm -hmm. So like, if you are resolution focused, a better resolution is going to be like read 10 pages a day or listen to one podcast a week. Mm -hmm. Like, I think those are really, really cool goals that are just going to compound over time. And those are going to start to shift your mindset in really cool ways. Yeah. For um, sure. And then the last example that I wanted to give is... Um, so there's an author, her name's Ella Luna, and she wrote one of our most favorite books, um, at the crossroads of should and must. Mm -hmm. So she does what's called the hundred day project. So we don't like the idea of like the short term fitness challenge, but this is a really cool shift and her project, her 100-day project is all about creativity. So, like, do something creative for 100 days. But you could do whatever you want. Like, you could do anything. And it shifts your mindset to start thinking about the long term. So, like, what could I do for 100 days in a row? And then do that thing. Because it's hmm. immediately going to scale your goal so that it's attainable. Hmm. Yeah. So, I like that a lot. And I scaled it up. I did 365 days. And I'm, I always used to joke when people asked me what my resolution was, I would always joke and just say, oh, my resolution is to eat more chocolate. Because I just thought <laughs> resolutions were silly. So I was like, yeah. oh, my goal is to eat more chocolate this year. Um, but I wanted to do like a 365-day project. And I thought, what could I do for 365 days? And I'm going to eat a cookie every day are you only eating one cookie yes every day okay some well, okay <laughs> i was just gonna say <laughs> um, i was just gonna say let's go with like the upper and lower limit my minimum it's a minimum of one cookie minimum a day. of one okay <laughs> yeah that's a if, good that's very if i eat more it's extra credit <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yeah yep i've had like seven cookies today 
Why not eat more cookies? Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome, Connor. Yeah, I love that you're doing that project. I think it's it's kind of it goes against the grain. It goes against what everybody usually thinks about cheap foods and things like that. Yeah. I yeah, it's total and it's it's selfish. Like selfishly like I'm doing this project just as an experiment so that I can challenge my own thought distortions around food. Yeah. Um, I will say there was one day she hid a cookie from me. (laughs) (laughs) She, she ate a cupcake that had a cookie attached to it. And I I didn't even get, I didn't even get to know about it. Okay. Wait, she hit, she hid it from you or so she hid it. From you, not for you. It was, it, yeah, it was never even, I never even got to hear about it until like two Uh-oh. days later. Okay. She's like, there was a cookie in the fridge this whole time. He didn't even see it. I was like, what? Can I, I, can I just say though, that there have been times when I have split my cookie with you. Yeah. I there was one that. time that you split your yes. cookie with me. Yeah. I could have just eaten the whole thing myself and I, no, I split it in half. All right. All right. All right, you two. <laughs> We're even for yeah. now. <laughs> um fucking <laughs> cookie cookie goddamn bandits over here. Um but yeah, I I really I think this year I like the idea of like sitting down around the new year. Like it is it is a new beginning, it is a fresh start, but like using it as like an assessment. Like, mm-hmm. just take stock of all areas of your life, like personal, professional, financial, all of it. And just kind of give yourself a little assessment of, like, am I happy in each area? Like, is there an area I need to focus on? Um, and then something I really want to do is sit down and, like, think about what my whys are. Because I don't have, like, a strong drive right now. Like, I don't have a strong personal why. Like, I used to, and I think it's just shifted, and I don't know what it is anymore. Yeah, it's normal to change. Yeah. So that would be, I want to sit down and do that. Change comes in seasons. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not everything blooms in nature all year round, and neither will you. Oh, Mm. that was so lovely. I love that. (laughs) well good i'm glad cookie monster (laughs) all right so are we let's do a little recap does that sound pretty good yeah yeah let's recap so the main main focus is was uh new year's resolutions and how you can make them better or get rid of them uh so i think uh what do we say cook cook your eggs on low heat right yes uh improve by one percent train don't compete Train, don't compete. That was a great one. Um, find your emotional why and make your surroundings reflect it. Um, understand that change is not linear. I think we all need to cultivate a better growth mindset. And then, Connor, what you just said, assess your life in all areas and, and don't put so much pressure on these big lofty goals you have. Yeah, I like that too. Take yeah. the pressure off. It's all a journey. You just want to enjoy the ride. Yeah. We're taking yeah. a road trip. Enjoy the ride. Yeah. yeah. Take a road trip. Get a cookie. Yeah. Eat Chill a, out. Eat a cookie. <laughs> eat a cookie. All right, guys. Anything else to add to this one? No. No. Get out there and get some action. Stop talking get, about January 1st. 
get some motherfucking action. I love get, it. Get right. action. Cool. We'll be back next week with another episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed making it, please share with a friend and leave a five-star rating and a short written review. And as always, we hope you'll join us next week when we discover our warrior within. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.